something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. Jessica is already giggling. I haven't even got through the intro. I just want to make my presence known. <sighs> Let me try it again, girl. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking shit about weddings. Oh my God. You know who also loves talking shit about weddings? Our guest. Our guest who's already breaking code and cocking early. Hey, Jessica. Hey. What's going on? <laughs> you know, same old, same old. Um, our buddy Jessica Maylord, uh, she's a friend of mine. She is also uh, a casting director and producer. And most notably for this podcast, she is the wife of Brian Maylard, who was on a few episodes ago. I think episode five. Five, yes. Um, I, I don't want the most notable thing about me to be that I'm Brian's wife. Boo. No, My for the sake lady. of the podcast, you're basically the part two of that conversation. Okay. Yes. Part two. part two. But don't worry, we're going to get to your stuff in a minute. But okay. we do want to catch up on a couple of things from other episodes that I want to follow up about. Got um, it. Number one is... I am feeling a little tired today because yesterday was 4th of July. And yes. at this uh, 4th of July party that Pam hosted, she made the adult slushy, which was her bridal break in the previous episode. Yes. And I now completely understand that there is vodka involved because holy hell the next day. <laughs> That's why it's called adult. Okay. We slushy. need to warn people that if you make this concoction, you know it's potent because it tastes like can't like it just oh, tastes so, so fun that you don't realize and then the next day it's like i have to go to work and i feel like ass truth so drink some water with that adult <laughs> slushie because it's fantastic my other update with pippa middleton's book yes is that you're it reading still it still hasn't arrived <gasps> oh what is it yeah. coming all get the way lost from in the England? mail <laughs> <laughs> i had to buy it used because they don't sell it anymore out of print already yeah because oh, it probably not, sucks but um i know i'm not supposed to judge yet pam's no, making a face don't be judgy yet oh, don't be is judgy it... this is wedding confessionals <laughs> okay be judgy <laughs> i am the wrong guest for that if, <laughs> if that's the mantra of the day Oh send me God. home now totally so yeah I'll, there's no pippa update except for the fact that amazon <laughs> says it'll be here maybe next week so Pippa's fingers like, crossed wah, wah. it's been shipped but who knows i don't know what method it's coming but clearly it's fucking slow um and then the <laughs> other thing is that we mentioned last week that you tristan and i and ruth would go to the glamour shots in chino hills well, I have some good or bad news, depending on how you felt about that experience. Please tell me it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist oh, anymore. Oh, thank God. There I'm is so one upset. in the Glendale Galleria, oh. though. Is there not? Wait, there is? I'm pretty sure there is. Or, or like a knockoff? Equivalent to that, I I'm thought. I'm following up, and we we're looking into it. Pam really doesn't want to do it, and I really, you know, really just do. just throw it out there. Listen, we need promotional photos <laughs> for the podcast. That's exactly what I had in mind <laughs> when I thought about I that. I wear a snazzy Or at the hat. very least, you can find a, you know. Bedazzled just collar. Snazz yourself up and go to the a JCPenney's. The feather boa and, you know, get the, the fuzzy filters out. Yeah. They're all very fuzzy. You're going. <laughs> We're going to waste $50. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. I'm so anyway, those are the things I wanted to recap because since we last spoke, I had some follow-ups. But um, now that we've gotten that out of the way, yes. let's talk about our friend Jessica, hi. who we already introduced because we went backwards and did it first. That's okay. But um, <laughs> hi, lady. Hi. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing fantastic. How, before we get started, how do you think that uh, Brian represented your wedding experience and proposal? Do you have any things that you want to... Um, oh, God. Well, it's been a few weeks since I listened. I listened yeah. to that podcast right after it came out. Uh -huh. I feel like that was back in May, was a while April. Ago. Yeah. yeah, a while ago. Um. I don't remember experiencing any level of like rage coursing through my body listening to it. So I'm going to say he did a pretty good job. That's okay. positive. Yeah, it's positive. That's good. Yeah. How drunk were you for the proposal? proposal. Just to oh. give a recap, Brian said that he tried to propose to you. He did successfully propose to he you did. in Paris. Yes. But he the whole time was worried that you were going to be too drunk to remember it. So I remember literally like doing pirouettes like on the bank of the Seine. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> and I vividly remember Brian asking me multiple times how intoxicated I was. Um, and he was just like, are you, are you drunk? And I'd be like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Feel he's great. Like, are you going to remember? And I think he said something along the lines of, you know, if I ask you a question, will you remember it? 
then of course like then like things things click. sober up yes. really yes. quick yes, real you get fast. like fake sober you're like I'm, yeah I'm, I'm here i'm here i'm like Ready? with you i'm with you whatever you want to ask go for it that's yeah. hilarious so um were you a part of any wedding growing up like what was what's your first experience with a wedding were you a flower girl or? i was never a flower girl um i was i've never been a bridesmaid either Ever, never been in a wedding. Ooh, I know. Not a reader or anything? a what? A reader? Oh, I thought or... you said nope. a raider. <laughs> yeah, like football team. <laughs> Are you a raider <laughs> fan? Let's just wedding jump topics. Crasher. No, I've I've been to plenty. Um, I guess what your listeners don't. I I do not like most people, so maybe that's why I've never been in a wedding. <laughs> I don't family? like most people. Okay, I hate my fucking family. Jesus Christ! All right. <laughs> I like this guest already. <laughs> Making it real here. Getting I know. T Bear yelled at you for cursing on the last podcast. He's, oh, he's, he's not the boss of you. He's going to clutch me. his pearls when it Listen comes to Listen up, T Bear. Here it comes. Like some All the curse words. All the curse words. Um. So, no, I remember, I think my first one, I was probably like eight, and it was my. Uh, I guess they were my cousins, first cousins, second cousins. I don't know. They were my dad's cousin's kids um, who got married. Okay. And they had already had like, it was trashy as I'll get out. So they already had like kids of their own who were like attending their wedding. They were probably like 21 years old. What, the kids were 21 or the? So, well, the kids who were getting married <laughs> okay. were 21. The bride and groom were 21. And they had they, children. They had yes, kids the two attending. Of children. had children from previous relationships. What? No, with each other. Oh, okay. So Multiple? Got, yes. So she okay. got pregnant at 17. Okay. And then there were two kids, I believe, at the wedding. Wow. Yeah. And even at eight years old, I knew like this is effed up like this is a little this weird is not, this is not what a nice wedding is like um it's not how the song I, had, goes. I had my judgy pants on is this staten <laughs> island in the 80s this is staten island so, to a t you know, to a t yeah um shout out to staten island we do love you guys yes okay i love you more than jessica <laughs> does baby i shut I my some friends in staten island um the good peeps but uh yeah so i remember that was the first one and then like you know through whatever me being a kid and growing up it was all Staten Island weddings. I don't think I ever remember traveling anywhere for a wedding until I was a, a grown up in my 20s. I want to ask so, you a question. Yeah. Because I attended a wedding. It was in Brooklyn, but the the person getting married, one of the people getting married was from Staten Island. And there was this thing that happened that I thought was phenomenal. Dollar dance? No. Well, that happened too. <laughs> no, but um, the actual wedding, which was in a Catholic church, people wore like kind of casual clothes and then they changed into fancy clothes for the reception. I have seen people in shorts and t-shirts at a wedding. But then do they change the into fancy stuff later? You know what? The people that I've seen do that at a wedding are like not invited to the reception. They just come for the ceremony. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You just like sneak in there because I guess so it maybe that's cost a giant anything. like, fuck you. I didn't get the invite to the reception. So I'm wearing flip I'm flops. I'm going to show up in beach attire to your wedding. I <laughs> but, love um, this. Yeah. But yeah, I've seen people dress like horribly inappropriate for okay. weddings. But then again, what is appropriate in Staten Island? Well, I mean, some things. Is this anything goes? <laughs> have you ever been? I have not. It's a terrible place. It's not. Yes, it is, girl. I spent 18 years there. <laughs> Horrible. For your listeners, don't go to Staten Island. Take the ferry ride and then go right back Their to Manhattan. Their minor league baseball team's adorable. <laughs> mm-hmm. I went to some beautiful park there for All like right. a... a, a <laughs> <laughs> okay so moving okay. on to yes. your wedding okay my wedding. so brian did a lot of talking about the proposal but he didn't really get into the actual wedding okay hit me so our kind of thought process for the wedding um for your listeners i'm from new york obviously Wait, we know i'm hmm? from Staten island um brian is from, my husband is from new jersey um also to tell you about myself i'm extremely extremely anal retentive um and i'm very opinionated you know in the way that like the sun is kind of warm so (laughs) (laughs) i have lots of thoughts about things um so i knew even though we were both east coast and um we wanted to have an east coast feel for our wedding we did not want to have our wedding on the east coast because okay. I didn't mm-hmm. want to like plan a wedding and not physically be there. Like, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, that would that make makes my sense. brain explode. Sure. Um, so we decided to, the compromise would be to have the wedding in Los Angeles, but to do it in downtown Los Angeles, which kind of feels yeah. 
That's a little the bit New York backdrop sure. when you're doing LA shows. You see, like some skyscrapers. What's older buildings? There's homeless people, and you know, it works. <laughs> feels like home. It feels like home. Um, so that's what we did. That was our compromise. So we found um, this really great place in downtown Los Angeles called Cicada, which used to be an old haberdashery. Ooh, I didn't I know. know that. Yeah, it was an old haberdashery. That's where it initially started. But um, huh. it's used a lot in. Um, films and, and commercials it's where uh in the scene of pretty woman where she's eating the snails and the waiter catches it and he goes slippery little sucker so that's at cicada what? yeah so lots of places it's like in every movie ever um i I'm did so not know that yeah, 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 yeah um so we went we saw a bunch of venues but we went with that place i just like love the feel of it um it's it's very like old school art deco and they took care of everything Oh, they had the catering and everything. Yeah, so they did the food and like we went and like tried out the food and everything and it was so you delish. did one location. You did ceremony one and location. reception. Yeah, all so at the we're same not place. religious folk. Um, so we got married like downstairs, and then um, after the ceremony was over, folks went upstairs for cocktail hour, and then they flipped the downstairs to reception mode. Fun fact: nice. during the cocktail hour, when they switched to reception mode, mm-hmm. I had God. This is a fun fact. I don't know. Dirty martinis with prior guest Brittany <laughs> Welsh, Brittany Krasner Welsh. And um I definitely remember being drunker than I was planning on being at that wedding. And I'm I could just vouch for Brittany that probably she'll have the same experience <laughs> she was talking about. They made some strong martinis. I just wanted a dirty martini. I hope it was good at least. It was, it was so good okay. I had a second one. That was the problem. <laughs> I wish it was shit. <laughs> no, it was beautiful. Yeah, it was was, a fun wedding. It was fun. It was fun. And what's actually like amazing to me about it for someone that's as crazy as I am, um, I was surprisingly just went with it on my wedding day. So after all the planning and details, you finally just got to the part where you were like, let's just roll. Only on the actual day of the wedding. Okay. Crazy up right until the rehearsal dinner rehearsal. Uh, Okay, I was. How were you at the rehearsal? Be okay, honest. So rehearsal was my parents seeing each other for the first time in X amount of years since oh, they separated. Fuck. Wow. Did you have no, on depends? No pressure. So that was a little awkward. Wow. Um, yeah. But that there was no drama though. They behaved. No, no. Yeah, everyone behaved. That's and good. Was like a little I mean, it's bad for hello. the show, but it's good but, for you. Um, well, leading up <laughs> to it, the the afternoon before the actual rehearsal dinner, I had lunch with my mom and my aunt. And um, so we're there and we're at some like pub downtown and we're having lunch. And I'm texting with my brother, like going like, hey, because he was flying in with my dad. And I was just like, hey, you know, uh, where are you guys? You know, I'm out with my mom and my aunt. Um, You know, we're having lunch. Where are you? And he texts back, oh, we're at blah, 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 whatever the hell we were for lunch. But he was like, we're going to the same place that we, oh. we were at. Oh, no. And so I say it to my mom and my aunt, who promptly literally starts screaming. <gasps> oh, no. And my aunt's going, <laughs> they both have very intense Staten Island accents. My aunt's going, where's the back door? Get us out of this fucking place. Where's the back door? We need to leave now, immediately. And I'm like, okay, and no, everyone calm down. We can like exit through the front door, but they are like freaking out in the middle of the restaurant. I'm going, oh my God. Um, I see your mom trying to climb out a bathroom window. Literally, they're like flipping out, but we, we safely get them out. There was no, they didn't Tension. see each other. Yeah. So they saw each other for the first time at the um, rehearsal for the... Were they physically a part of your wedding ceremony? Like, did someone walk down or do a thing? Or- so... So, well, two-parter. Don't like my father very much. So um, even if... But enough to invite him. He was at the wedding. Yeah. yeah he was at the wedding. Um, but I did not uh, have him walk me down the aisle. But I think even if I did like him, I'm not a big fan of that tradition. You wanted to walk down yourself? Right. Because it's like, I don't belong to anyone else. So I kind of right. don't That's love I, the idea of giving... I did the same I did thing. The yeah. same thing. Yeah. So I had a real problem with that. Yeah. Um, so we nixed it. And um, which he was pissed at me about, but... I gave zero sure wedding. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so I had, he walked down with my mom and my brother, with my brother in the middle. <laughs> oh, just what a great barrier. That's a yeah. champ. Uh-huh. That's somebody doing uh-huh. it for the team. Yeah. Did any of these family members wear flip-flops? No, everyone was appropriately <laughs> dressed. Um, and I think there was probably... No surf attire. <laughs> maybe eight people from Staten Island at my wedding. But okay. they, all, they all came shoes. 
Yeah. Shoes. Shirts. Shoes and shirts. <laughs> Shoes and shirts. Everything That's was great. worn. Yeah, it was good. That's good. Mm-hmm. So um, the other thing that we have to follow up about is okay. that um, Brian kind of started to softball this. Okay. And I wanted you to kind of finish it. And I guess there was um, a little bit of a comical mishap, which you said even on the day of you kind of let things roll. Like you didn't hold so on to this stress. Yes. Yeah, so this is how I know that I actually was in some weird Zen state on the day of my actual wedding. Were you high? No. Oh. I don't smoke. Yeah, no, I wasn't high. I don't know. I was, Sometimes, you know, you're no, like, I'm stressed out. No, I, took a, like, I just think at that Xanax. point, I was like, <laughs> nope. I didn't discover the beauty of Xanax until years after my oh, wedding. Man. I know. I know. Missed opportunity. I feel like that should be like one of our sponsors. <laughs> Xanax, Xanax should sponsor yes. weddings. Um, no. So like, I mean, after dealing with like at that, up until that point, it was just parental drama yeah for the most part but um and you know, minor it sounds like everyone was minor, for minor. The most part it was, on it their was best big, behavior exactly yeah and once no we got fights. over that moment no yeah. it was all fine it was yeah. all fine um we got through rehearsal dinner it was lovely you know we're seeing folks who were coming in from out of town and that's fantastic um so i on my side i had five people on like my side of the bridal party. Um, two of them were guys that I went to college with and we'll call them tall guy and small guy. Okay. 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 For the sake of obscuring names. And then there's, there's three girls, two guys, three girls, two guys. Got it. So our guys are tall guy and small guy. Small guy. Okay. Okay. So at the the, um, rehearsal dinner, Uh uh-huh, Small guy is a little intoxicated. Where, was the rehearsal dinner at the same place as the rehearsal? Nope, it was at it was a, like a another restaurant, restaurant downtown. It was at Pinot Cafe downtown, which is lovely. Check oh, it out. Oh, great. Um, we'll link it. Beautiful. Thanks. Shout out. Um, shout out Pinot Cafe. Um, so he was a little intoxicated, but, you know, whatever. It's a rehearsal dinner. If we served yeah, it's a party. beverages. It's fine. We're all adults. Whatever. Um, okay, cut to the next day. I am leaving... The hotel. So we basically had everything was in like a three block radius. So like where That's our rehearsal great. dinner was, nice. our hotel, and then the venue itself was all walkable. Perfect. So, um, and all pretty much, um, a lot of our guests are out of towners and even locals stayed at our hotel. Um, so I was leaving to get my hair done with my mom. We were going to the salon, which is also down the street. Um, I'm lazy. And uh, oh, it's practical. <laughs> that, it makes sense. The last thing you want is to be stuck in LA traffic exactly. on the day of your wedding. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's smart. I'm not lazy. I'm smart. No, you're smart. So we're leaving the hotel and going down the steps. And he is walking up. Who's small, he? Small guy. Small, small guy. guy. Small. small guy's walking up. Right. And he has a brown paper bag in his hand. Yeah. You know, the universal sign of that. Sure. So uh, it is, by the way, this is like 10 a.m. 10 a.m. What time is your wedding? Um, well, I think my wedding ceremony was maybe at like 4.30 or 5. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Um, this is a big gap. This is a big gap. We were going to do photos before. That could be like a brunchy sort of. Or it could be for later. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not thinking too much about it. No, I honestly, how often do you guys go to hotels and just bring your own alcohol with you? I bring a bottle of wine <laughs> sure. pretty much any time I travel. <laughs> yeah. Is that weird? I think no. maybe only my bachelorette party, but... Oh, no. I always, that's okay. No judgment. I travel with <laughs> you wine. You gotta be prepared. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Everyone can judge me. It's there fine. There we go. It's all good. Um, so he's coming up with a brown paper bag, and I'm like, hey, small guy. Um, and we exchange pleasantries. Is he alone with this bag? Yes. It so is... it's not like a group festive no, moment. No, it is him with the bag, and he says something about like pre-gaming and i'm like okay we have an open but bar at that later, point but sure. he's not coming across as like no, he's, a rager he was, he was, it was fine he yeah was fine. he was pretty sober. um so we're walking away and my mom's like was there alcohol in that bad and i was like i'm like yeah mom i'm pretty sure there was alcohol in there and she's sure. like well, what's he gonna do drink it by himself i'm like i don't know what he's gonna do with it anyway go get her hair done yeah. blah 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 so the plan that day was your hair looked great too oh thank we'll you we'll have pictures <laughs> um so the plan that day was i go and get my hair done um, go back to my bridal suite, which is at the lovely Biltmore Hotel. I'll do another shout out. Ooh la la. Ooh. Fabulous. Um, also in a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, what movies were that in? Um, so basically, ever see the movie um, Beginners with, um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, um, he kind of looks like my husband. <laughs> He was in the Star Wars movies, but like the oh, bad ones. Ewan McGregor? Ewan McGregor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ewan McGregor. Um, okay, I can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The red beard. Sure. All crap. Anyway, um, it's a great movie. You should watch it. It's okay. with him and Christopher Plummer. It's so good. Anyway, oh. It's like the whole thing takes like place in our bridal suite. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's wow. pretty cool. So he, um, 
the plan was for me to get makeup done there, for the girls that were in my wedding party to get makeup done there, for all of us to get dressed there, and then go downstairs and take pictures. So let's say I had said like two o'clock or something. And when something. you have dudes in your bridal party, it's not like they need to get ready with you guys. No, but were they, they were, invi- in they the were invited. Like we had like a spread. But and did like... they sit in the room with you guys or they were like, we'll come later? Well, that we're was bored. the intention. Okay. These, okay. Are but they're dudes. These are gay men. But so they're like, dudes. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah. Yes, they were coming to like get ready with us. Yeah. All, you know, five, be festive. five people yes. and me yeah. and totally. my mom yeah. and like our photographers. We had um, a husband and wife photographer team. Shout out to the Grovers. Um, there so many plugs. Yeah, I know. Yeah, plug, I love plug, it. plug machine. Amy and Troy Grover, who are incredible. Um, so the Amy was with us and Troy was with the guys. So they were mm-hmm. just, like, just t- taking photos leading up. Anyway, so we're getting makeup done. And it's just tall guy. Tall guy is there with me. Uh-huh. And then um, the three girls that I are ladies that I had in my bridal party. I'm like, you know, whatever, I'm like getting ready and they're all helping me. And I, I'm maybe like an hour into it. I'm like, where's small guy? Right. Mm-hmm. And like people are like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Let's keep getting ready. Yeah. And I was like, you know, my bullshit detector is going off. I was like, well, <laughs> something's fucking going on. Yeah. Right. So finally I cornered um, tall guy and my matron of honor. And I was like, so small guy, it's now like two hours past when we were supposed to have meet um been at the hotel suite to me yeah and we're getting ready to go downstairs for pictures and i was like so where is small guy oh geez Uh oh so i cannot remember if it was tall guy or my matron of honor who (laughs) broke the news to me but they were like basically he whatever was in the bag which i think was jack um fun oh mm -hmm. he did drink by himself so it was a private party for one okay um and passed out at the desk in his hotel room oh no is this a pattern for him or is this just like no i did not know he probably just you know just went over the top oh it happened so did he know anybody else he knew yeah he knew a few people you're like tall guy we all went to college together and there were some wedding guests that he knew right um but yeah i think overall like he didn't know a lot of people and maybe he self-entertaining exactly went too far but tall guy tall guy was like knocking on his room and there was no answer he literally had to like beg a janitor to like let him in <gasps> oh my god and he found him he's passed out oh my god oh. she had to like ply him with like water to like in coffee yeah he like couldn't find the pants to his did he suit. shove him in a shower well he basically had to like find like and so so small guy was in um an uh airline attendant so he'd like put him in, in his airline attendant pants because he couldn't find the pants that matched this no oh my gosh God. the right color uh, close enough if you look at my wedding pictures <laughs> close enough i did not know Wait, so they're so telling the me whole all this wedding he's wearing the wrong yes, pants correct. oh my so gosh they're, t- they're telling this. me all of this and again, you guys know me. Normal Jessica would yeah. flip the fuck out. Yeah, you would have lost your shit. But and, just, and honestly, justifiably. Yeah, she yes. would <laughs> I just look at them. I look at them and I go, how is he right now? Because this was hours ago this would happen. They've been trying to conceal it the mm-hmm. entire sure, time. Yeah. They're like, well, we've given him a lot of water and a lot of coffee. And I said, okay. I go, can he walk in a straight line down the aisle and stand there motionless during my ceremony, which was very short. I was like, do you think he can do that? And tall guy was like, I, I think he can. And I'm like, then I'm fine with this. But, so, not, but not oh a positive, my, like, yeah, yes. It's it like, was like, I, I think, think he can. Think he but can. I, I said, you know what? I was just like, I'm fine with it. So we go downstairs to take pictures. Well, here's the benefit to like having like one friend who was completely fucking trash before your wedding. He was a lovely drunk person. So he was just like, oh, you look like a fucking prince. And he's so abusive <laughs> and like trying to pet me. And it's all it's all very um, you know. Well, if you're gonna be a drunk, at least be a fun drunk. He was a right? lovely he was a lovely Aww. drunk um, who just wanted to like pet my hair. Um and we took and you know, we took pictures. Was he in them? Oh he sure does he was. Look drunk? Yes, he does. <laughs> uh, there is a couple of ones where, like, okay, it's passable. You think maybe that's just like my awkward little friend, right? Um, but uh, <laughs> there's there's definitely a few that. Um, oh no! Yeah, but I will give him credit. He walked down that aisle like a champ. Did he, he have stood to? There. Was he clutching does like he another remember? girl, or did he walk down himself? Yeah. Um, 
Because he had... You know, yeah, he walked down next to someone. I don't remember if it was a boy or... It would have been a boy. Because there were only boys on Brian's side. Got it, yeah. Um, I think he swayed a little, like, a teeny tiny bit, like, during the ceremony. But I had a very... That's normal. We had a very short ceremony. Just kind of, like, shift your hips. It was a very short ceremony, so... As an attendee... You don't remember. I did not... You didn't know. I didn't notice. But also, one of Jessica's go-to things to do with me... We have some friends in common, but not all of her friends. Mm-hmm. So when Jessica will tell an anecdote and mention a person's <laughs> name, and I was like, do I know them? She's like, yeah, they were at my wedding. Jessica, how many people were at your wedding? 100 people. Not a huge wedding. She not expects broke me enough to time for you to have met everyone at my people. wedding. Yes. Do you not she, care about me? You didn't no. want to meet the people in my life? <laughs> I see. I see how it is. They were at my wedding. <laughs> they were at my wedding. Um... Yeah, so I mean, I, I would say most people didn't know. The only time I heard anyone else mention it was after the wedding in the, at the reception. My mom goes, is small guy really drunk? And I was like, yes, mom, small guy is really, really? drunk. She's like, is he okay? I was like, he's fine. Did he sober up at least for the reception? He sobered up and then he left because I think he, he got embarrassed. Hung over, he, Well, too. I think he just, oh. yeah. Oh, yeah. it's okay. We talked about a it later. mishap. I was. Li- I mean, clearly not, you're laughing about it. You're yeah, not. Like, I wasn't mad on any level. Yeah. I mean, hey, well, that happens. One of the lessons that you do learn is that all the crazy mishap things that happen during the moment that might seem catastrophic usually later make the best story. Like right. they, be- yes. they become the anecdote for the rest of like time for your wedding. Like there's there's like three or four moments that you recycle that story over and over and over again. And, like, at the time, maybe it was, like, a little bit, like, oh, no. But later, you're like, this is so stupid and hilarious. Well, that's why I think I'm so surprised by myself. There was no oh, no for me. Again, I can't stress this enough that I'm a lunatic. I'm a crazy person. So You just got zen on that. You're so full of love, man. I got zen, man, on that day. That's so nice, Something transcended. See, there's hope for brides who are crazy. (laughs) You can have a peaceful wedding day, even if shit is, like, crashing down around you. Did you have any bridezilla moments, like, leading up to the wedding? Um, which is funnily, there's a funny story. So leading up to my wedding, I was a casting producer on the show Bridezilla's. I was literally working on Bridezilla's. Oh my God. Well, <laughs> so you're saying I'm not as crazy as this bitch yeah. or this so bitch? So my gauge good. crazy. Yeah. Um, I was, I was nowhere near that. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure I freaked out over some shit. Wait, like, I have a question. Yes. Were you a casting director after you got married for Bridezilla's? Not after. While I was engaged, right then, before. I was wondering if your perspective on how to pick people would have changed post-wedding after you've been through the whole thing. No. Just no. Just look for crazy. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying before that? Um, no, I was going to say, after the wedding, I, I actually went on a job. So Bridezilla's wrapped, and then I went on a job interview two days before I got married, because why not? Sure. Sure. You got to take a gig. So literally, I got... I, and I... Um, worked on a show uh, called Beyond Scared Straight, which is sending juveniles to jail for the day. Um, so literally, I got married. I went on my honeymoon. I, I flew back to L.A. And then two days later, I was in a jail in Detroit. Damn. <laughs> wow. So very What's funny, ping-ponging after uh, across the our, globe. After our, our guest, Brittany, you know, yes. um, when she was on, she mentioned that after her honeymoon was over, how she kind of got a little bit depressed because it was like the whole thing was over. So I can't imagine being a little bit down. I was in a and jail. <laughs> I was in like yeah. the shittiest, grossest jail. Wow. Like interviewing murderers. <laughs> oh, shit. And I'm like, man, I, like two days ago I was in Kauai. Oh, blows. God. <laughs> How was your honeymoon? Fantastic. I loved it. What did you do? Went to Hawaii? Yeah. So we went to Hawaii, went to Kauai, which was like the small little secluded island. Yeah. Because um, you don't like people. It's because I fucking hate people. Did you go right um, after the wing or was there a I think break? there was like two days okay two days in between um and yeah it was glorious we stayed at the Grand Hyatt there shout out Grand Hyatt Girl, <laughs> I know oh my god it up the list of plugs. Um, plugs for this episode you can cut me off at any time no it's fine okay. I like it these are good uh, tips so it was, it yes. was a lovely place so we basically like would hang out at the resort all day long and then we would take like a day trip and like do something so like it was like day trip to go like zip lining in Princeville or to go sugar cane tubing or what is sugar cane, cane tubing? tubing? You can, in Kauai there are old sugar cane canals 
at that are obviously no longer working and they now are filled with water and you go tubing through these canals. What? Fucking awesome. That sounds so fun. <laughs> Definitely be sending that link. Yes. And then going. If we do glamour um, shots, Pam, maybe I'll let, you have to do glamour shots in order for us to do this on a vacation together. Done. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it was, I think we were there for a week or a little under a week. Yeah. And it was just, it was a nice respite from. Sure. Did you go immediately after? I think we had like two, two days. days in between. Okay. Yeah. Because we had like the next day and then we said like, goodbye said, to family. Yeah, said goodbye to family. And then we had like a hooray, we're married party that my friend threw for us. Uh-huh. Um, like impromptu barbecue. Um, and I think we like left the day after that. Okay, yeah. cool. Did you, um, when you got to Hawaii, were you exhausted? Did you sleep for like the first two days of your trip or did you actually no. go out and do things? No. So, okay. So here's the other thing about us. We're thrifty. We so we know. spent money to be there. So yeah. You're getting <laughs> your money. We're here. Yeah. My yes. husband would no, no sleeping. Let's get the experience. Exactly. <laughs> yes. That's we are amazing. seeing some shit in Kauai. That's cool. Yeah. Well, that's like, dude, you got a lot of stories I underneath got that stories. hair. Stories for days. <laughs> stories for days. <laughs> um, speaking of stories, mm-hmm. do you want to get into some of ours? <laughs> Wasn't that it. natural? <laughs> Does that feel smooth? It yes. felt really smooth. Didn't know what you were going to say next. So nope. smooth. Um, so yeah, um, we're going to dive into the second half of the show where we read uh, stories that are confessionals or people asking advice and questions for us to help them with. Um, feel free to give all of your opinions, Jessica. I know you only have one or two. (laughs) Uh, Pam, are you reading the first one? I'll read the first one, which is a confessional. Dear wedding confessionals, I fell head over heels in love with this guy who was wonderful to me, but he had had a rough start in life. And because of that, I knew my mom would not approve of him, but I loved him and all his flaws. I mean, who doesn't have any? And when he asked me to marry him, I said yes. I wanted to spend the rest of my life with him, but I knew to do that without having her talk me out of it, I would have to elope. So we picked a day, went to City Hall, and got married. I was able to keep it secret from everyone for an entire year. My mom was not happy when she found out, but it was too late and she couldn't say anything. Shockingly, she actually accepted him into the family and then decided to throw us a wedding we never had. It was truly my happily ever after from I kind of enjoyed keeping the secret. Ooh, secret elopement for a fucking year. That's a long time. That's a long time. But hey, I mean... I wonder what made them break. Was it just like year anniversary? We're still together. Clearly, this is well. A thing. At a certain point, I'm sure you're like, oh, I'm gonna fucking tell people we're married, right? <laughs> Maybe she slipped because, like, you know, you start yeah. getting the habit of like my husband, the husband, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure. Do you say that? Do you ever call him husband? You're like, hey, husband. Uh no, not to him. But you describe directly. him like when you describe yeah, like anecdotes to people I'm you like, don't know. Of course, right. my husband. Yeah. Same. Yeah. 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 I do not. Re- I refer to him by his given name. Yeah. No. I have a. I have a. A coworker who like calls her husband husband. She'd be like husband. Like that's like her nickname for him. It's really funny. Aw, yeah, that's I think it's cute. cute. Anyway, um, but yeah. First of all, I'm guessing this guy's got awesome tattoos. Am I wrong? I you was think definitely that's why mom thinking, doesn't approve. I yeah, mean, like what? they're sexy, but like homeboy's got some tattoos. She likes the bad boy. Yeah, he's got some issues. Like seventy percent chance he has a motorcycle. But what yes. does that mean? He had a rough start in life. He probably just was a fuck up when he was younger. My guess is he probably has a, either like a jail record. Yeah. or I'm like gonna a say minor for prison. mom not to approve, he can't just be. Probably like, that's like a juvenile delinquent. Mm, I think it's got to be beyond that oh. for mom not to approve. But you think he turned it around? Maybe he saw Beyond Scared Straight. Yes, maybe. <laughs> casted by Jessica, and Here he was like, go. "I gotta get my shit together and help this girl out." Um, but yeah, I would say he ha- he probably had a record if mom didn't approve. And then I don't know, kept for a year. Mom wasn't happy. If you were friends with somebody uh-huh. and you found out a year later that she had been married the whole time to this person, would you be like, what? Would you be upset or would you be like, whatever? I could give two shits. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, that's that's your deal. Unless it was like obscuring something else from me that yeah. I would be like, what the? Yeah. But it was just like, oh yeah, we eloped cool and he's already been her boyfriend for yeah, a while who cares? Even like, whatever it's a piece of paper at the end of the day you can always get divorced exactly 
Pam, what do you think? I mean, I don't know. I think it would depend on how close a friend. I mean, a year is a long time to keep a secret like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I think it would shock me. I'd be like, wait, what? I would probably be on the board of like, we're throwing a party right now. Because I think I would feel bad that like, this person missed out because it didn't sound like celebrated. Right. It didn't sound like this was a choice made because I'm pragmatic. I don't really care. And like, I just want to do city hall. That's, you know what I mean? I don't think this was ever. Maybe that's why she eventually had a say in the end. She got pregnant like after like at the year point or something. Yeah. But I think if I had been that friend, I'd immediately been like, um, if her mother wasn't going to do it, I would have been like, we're doing like a party. Something. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah. Oh, this is interesting though. Good for you. It sounds like they're still together and in love. We all deserve to have secrets. Yeah. It's it's all right. Like a little love secret. Little love secrets. Love secrets. Okay, um, are you ready for the next one? I'm saying this as if someone's else reading it, but I think it's me. I'm supposed to read this one. It's you. Hi, I've been on this podcast a lot. I should know how this works. Hi, right you're now. Brooke. It's fine. Welcome. Hi, I'm Brooke. Welcome to Wedding Confessionals. <laughs> I read things. Okay, um, this next one is an advice one. I'd also like to put out there that it's a couple paragraphs long, so everyone settle in. Put on your little listening ears because yes. it's going to take me a minute, and I'm going to try my best not to flub it. <laughs> Dear Pam and Brooke, I need some advice. My girlfriend and I are getting married this fall. Yay. And the wedding's going to be medium to large size, about 150 people. The invites have already been sent out, and my grandmother is furious about one person who was left off the list, my aunt. She's the wife of my eldest uncle who passed away about 10 years ago. Technically, she's family, but I haven't seen this woman since my uncle's funeral. But the reason she's not invited isn't because of her absence from my life. It's because I know she says homophobic things all the time on social media. I'm not friends with her on Facebook or Twitter, but I've seen her screen grabs that my sister has sent me. I tried to explain to my grandmother that I don't want to invite anyone who is homophobic to my lesbian wedding. Why would I want someone there who clearly isn't supportive of my marriage? But my grandmother insists that since my aunt has never said anything homophobic to my face, it doesn't count. She says family is family and that I will regret this decision. Ladies, I have no intention of inviting my aunt, but I would like your advice on how to explain this to my grandmother. Everyone else is supportive of my decision and I'd like to get her on board too. I hate seeing her so upset. And I, but I have to stand my ground. Is there any other angle I should be taking to have her see my point of view from an anonymous listener? Well, this one gives me a case of the sads. Yeah. That's rough. Here's the thing. On one hand, yes, this is very upsetting. On the other hand, we have a lot of people coming to this wedding. We have a lot of people supporting Supporting. her decision. Mm -hmm. Yes. We have, you know what I mean? Unfortunately, it's just one little thing that I think it's pulling down what sounds like a pretty positive experience overall. It's like this little cloud, like a haze, you know? Mm -hmm. But I love that she's staying strong. Yeah, that's great. I mean, and she should. Absolutely. This is your wedding. Yeah. But grandma's furious? Well, you know, I had this fight with, obviously not the exact same thing, but fighting about, you know, my mom insisting random like family members or like people that I did not talk to get invited to my wedding. And I'm yeah. like, mm-hmm. who cares? Like I have, I haven't talked to these people in 20 years. Who cares? Yeah. Um, you know, I wonder if there was a way if she knew that if she invited her, but she definitely wouldn't come that it could like placate grandma. That woman's going to come. But you think Would if she's she really a homophobe, maybe she, she wouldn't want to be exactly. there. If she's legit yeah. homophobic. So invite her, make her send your ass a gift yeah. because that's etiquette and then she won't fucking show up anyway. That's your plan? That would be my plan. But I would have to know definitively that she wouldn't come to the wedding. You'd have to have somebody do some little recon uh, yeah, mission. Some recon work would need yes. to be done. It's but that's true. what I would go with because in that placates grandma, yeah. you look like a good little soldier. Uh-huh. You get a fucking gift if she's a classy good little, lady. Yeah, if she, if she, well, it doesn't seem like she's a classy lady. Yeah, not but really. No. You put grandma to do like full tilt pressure on her to send a gift and then she's not at your wedding. Yeah. Pam, what do you think? Well, I mean, we got it. She wants to know how to get grandma on board. Yeah. So that's definitely one thing is inviting. But I think that would, I think she's really opposed to that. Like, you know, she's making a stand. I do not want to invite this person to my way. She does not want to be here. Yeah. Which I get. So maybe a way of, of getting another way to, to make grandma happy is, is to show where she's coming from. 
And maybe those screen grabs that her sister sent and say, look at this is what she's posting. This is not that what I want what at I my saying. wedding. Right. I want love at my wedding. I don't want yeah. hate or, you know, bad vibes or anything like that to even be there. And, you know, like if she's there, then it's drama because you don't know what she's going to say or do. And it, so I think the, the idea is to show grandma where you're coming from. Yeah, that's true. Because the aunt sounds like she's kind of a wild card in the fact that she's never, quote, said anything to this girl's face. But clearly, you know, there's another persona online. I do wonder, you know, the grandmother probably isn't that tech savvy. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe she is. I could be wrong. Yeah. But if you don't really understand the weight of social media, where you're just like, oh, it's just a little silly posting and pictures. Yeah, and it's blah. not real. There's it's no weight to it. It's yeah. real. Mm-hmm. And whereas like in our modern age, it's very much a part of how we socialize and how we interact with each other and communicate and it really fucking matters. Yeah, you know what it's I mean? interesting because this is not even a blood relative. This is no. the wife. No. Of but an I, uncle. I imagine this is like you know a way for her, the grandmother, to stay connected with her now past son. You know, and it sounds like I don't know if grandpa's even around anymore. It sounds like she's just kind of clutching for the family she has, and that's maybe sure. why she fights a little bit about this. But I would wonder if you literally printed out. And like, well, no, people like, love like printed out. On, yes, they so do. it looks like Grandma's a sheet of paper, it. and yeah. you're like, Grandma, and a print size that she can see if she has sight issues, and you're just Take like, it to Kinko's large font. Get honestly, it <laughs> large font tweet of like horrible things, and like the link that she has, you then have the news article, and not only I would do that, I would read it out loud to my grandmother. I would say, this is what she says about me, and then say the words while looking at her. Yeah. I think if your grandmother really loves you and she were to really get a chance to understand how hurtful that is or be like, grandma, you read this to me. Yeah. You say these hateful words out loud because maybe it's that grandmother doesn't understand how personal it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's the modern take on it that maybe she's missing. I Clearly your grandmother cares about you. She seems really supportive of your marriage, which I think is awesome. I think that she is coming from a good place. You know what I mean? And this, I don't think she's trying to bully her. I think that she's just trying to be accepting and loving. And this is what you do. And this is, I don't want to isolate people. Well, it's family. A wedding is a time of family coming together. So in her mind, yeah, I I think you're making a good point, Jessica, of like, that's the connection to her, her son that's Mm. no longer there. So it's like, yeah, yeah, this is family. Why would you not invite her? Right. And I think you just need to really kind of hammer home how much this is personal in a way that maybe she can understand more that's more her generation yes and maybe that's the way fuck man big font print big font <laughs> large large font like the books you find oh, in cbs <laughs> like they're big phones you know those like infomercials for the phones with the big buttons yeah i think it's called a jitterbug, jitterbug. <laughs> a jitterbug. oh yes, yes. A jitterbug <laughs> my god cool that sounds great sometimes yeah, I, like I sometimes when I text right it's like oh everything's weird i just want like nine buttons and nothing else it's funny because i complain that i don't want the bigger iphone because i don't like the hand sizes too even though i talked about my hands being mm. big in the last episode mm-hmm. they actually aren't that there's the fat knuckles but my hands aren't physically that big but when i try to type it's like my fingers are so fat it's like everything's misspelled it's like i'm already a bad speller and oh I got these goodness. fat thumbs. You do Big not. Neanderthal. Oh my gosh. Fat hands McGee. Fat hands McGee. <laughs> oh my God. Coined but yeah, by her husband. Good luck and let us know how it goes. Yes. I'm really interested. Yeah, Stay strong. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We're with you. And congrats, dude. I'm excited for you. Yeah. It's all, you sound like a rad buddy. And you have 150 people who love you and support you. Yes. And your grandmother does love you and support you. She does. Yes. She does mean well. I genuinely believe that. She cares about you. She just needs a little insight from a different angle right yeah um uh jessica yes am i reading this next one yeah, yeah. do you want to read okay. the, is it hold on is it a confessional or advice i lost the page advice okay advice advice here we go Another you, advice. you like opinions right you like to give opinions I do and you got Let's that pretty them. speaking voice no <laughs> okay so dear wedding confessionals my groom-to-be has always been an easygoing guy, which is one of the things I love about him since I'm the one who, self-admitted, is a little more high-strung. Did I write this? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Did I get drunk and write this? Okay, anyway, continuing on. <laughs> We've been engaged for six months now, and the wedding planning is coming along, but through uh, this process, he has had some very strong opinions about the wedding that I had no idea he even cared about. I mean, does he really have to fight with me over the font of the invite? He says it's his wedding too, and I know this, but is this a sign of things to come from not needing opinions on everything? 
Ooh. Mm. Drama. Thoughts? Jessica. Look, planning a wedding is tough. Did you it's get in tough. a lot of fights? I'm sure we did with Are the you... passage of time. A lot of them have been erased from my mind. <laughs> you need to like um, pull up old emails to see. I think uh, my husband is a lovely person who knows that I am a very bossy lady. Um, and well, I, and it's I not think... like he's a pushover. Oh, he's not. He's yeah. not at all. No, 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 no. But I, I think, you know, he... Um, or who knows? Maybe we were just like in sync when we were planning. Again, I can't. My brain's fried. I can like barely remember stuff. Um, he, when we were just, you know, planning things and like when we were picking out venues, he was a little bit more open-minded to some of other places like that we like looked at. He'd be like, we could consider this. Whereas I was like, fuck now. Like we're going with this place. And then he just got on board with it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's tough. If I just you... texted Brian. Did you fight while planning your wedding? So we're going to act Uh-oh. your answer. Just oh, to Christ, in real time. Um, <laughs> it's tough, though, if, you, uh, if you've never done anything on this scale before, planning yeah, together, yes. and you have a partner who is kind of like blasé about everything or, you know, laid back. But yeah, it's their wedding, too. And I think sometimes brides tend to be a little bit guilty of... Only seeing things through their eyes. Their way. She says that's like, not me. But I, I think this is actually you saying that you don't remember is oh, a good Brian point. Brian said, but if we did, it wasn't a crazy amount. See? Boom. There you go. Ah. I really don't remember. But I, like, think, I thought she was lying. No. I think a large part of that was due to... Brian, my husband, whatever we're calling him for this show. Can I say Brian? Is that yeah, okay? He's yeah, he's the guest Brian. Brian. Yes, guest Brian from previous episode. Yeah, episode five. <laughs> episode five. Check it out. Um, Re-listen. That's fine. <laughs> can I plug? Can I add to my yeah, list of plugs yeah, in previous plug episodes? <laughs> yes. Previous episodes, episode five with my lovely husband, Brian Great. Mailard. Um, yeah, I, I think he's a little bit better than I am, like looking at bigger picture of like what's a big deal and what's not a big deal. Yeah. I tend to get hung up on the small stuff. So I think he knew like, oh, yeah, there were other venues that he probably would have been fine with that were maybe a little bit cheaper. Um, But he knew like I had my heart set in one place and he liked it, too. So it's easier to just be like, you know what? It's our wedding. Let's go for it. Yeah. Um, He did say from the get go, he's like, I'm usually a cheap person. But for this one thing, I didn't he did not nickel and dime me. I was like, you know what? This is this is why you do it. This is why you save your money. This is like a big life moment. Let's let's spend a little. We, we Which probably, is so opposite from him. <laughs> it's so opposite. And then like five months later, we bought a house and we were probably wishing that we had retained <laughs> some of that wedding money. Um, but yeah, it, it definitely is. I mean, if you if you want like, you know, a day and you envision it a certain way, obviously don't go hog wild if you don't have the cash. But if you have some money set aside, I think you sh- it should be how you want it to be. Yeah. But what do you do? How do you handle... I don't know where somebody that usually doesn't have opinions start to have opinions. Just hit them. Hit them? <laughs> Smack them across the face. Jessica's advice is to hit Pamela. Well, she says, you know, not needing opinions on everything. And I think that's part of the whole wedding process is learning to compromise because that is never going away. It starts with the wedding process. Exactly. Very true. Very true. And yeah. it never ends. So I think it's a really good learning experience for, you know, brides and grooms to well, yeah. to you... figure out those fonts and figure out those locations. And it will and... always be a thing. Like, I mean, it's still yeah. a learning curve for what, I mean, now. Do you think the fact that you guys planned a wedding together and had to make so many big decisions decisions helped later when you were buying a house that you had to make another big money decision as a team and figure out taste levels and what you wanted to spend you know what I mean did it matter do you think it helped I think it was exactly the same that I found something that was like slightly out of our budget and I fell in love with it and I just dragged him (laughs) along for the ride and I'm like you love it too (laughs) which he did he did love it but um I tend to do a little bit more of the Coercing. No, but I will say, I think that in general, weddings are usually when it I comes... I learned no lessons, clearly. <laughs> if you're a couple that has not lived with each other or right. most of this, the stakes that have come up so far have been really low, this does become the first time you're having to really like kind of have your tastes are battling and your, you know, budgets are battling and there's lots of your different upbringing opinions. And yes. your family has, I mean, every there's so many factors. So many conflicts. Absolutely. 
and you yes. have to figure out how to resolve them because a girl who I think it's a girl who wrote it in or, or a guy who whatever yeah, sure, yeah. whoever it is that wrote this in like this is the rest of your life for this person they're gonna continue to have opinions I personally have a guy who we've already met in the previous episode you know has lots of opinions but <laughs> honestly I didn't really realize how opinionated he was gonna be about the wedding and still we started planning yes and then it's like homeboy went to Michael's more than I did <laughs> like he was so in on everything which was then a preview to when we start living together and like planning on like the trying house. to find a bedspread yeah. Oh my God, ladies. Thank God I had the experience through my wedding of dealing with him and having weird tastes that he can't really explain with words. This is what I deal with when buying a comforter. You ready? Yeah. Okay, can we get stripes? Babe, I don't want stripes. Okay, well, I'll do leaves, but I don't want flowers. I don't do (laughs) butterflies. Maybe like one bird if it's in with other things. And then as Compromise. we're trying to like love it. find anything I pick up, I'm like, oh, what about this pattern? He's like, no. Why? Because it's ugly. And I'm like, okay, but... Dis- <laughs> that sounds like me. <laughs> but like specifically tell me what it is so that I don't keep going down this road. Is it like, is it shiny or is it like, I don't like brown? He's like, it's just ugly. I mean, can you not see that it's ugly? And it's just, that is finding... <laughs> Again, that's me. <laughs> a God, there's a reason why we now have a solid gray comforter. <laughs> Because just like there are fights worth fighting for. And then I was just like, you know what? No, I can't do this anymore. I have to live my life with a solid gray comforter. Right. But you know, she asked, is it a sign of things to come? Like, I don't think if you're butting heads over a wedding, it's like a giant rain cloud over the rest of your life. But I think he's going to have opinions about the home you buy. For sure. And opinions about how much you spend on a car and what it is. Like this man has opinions. And honestly, that's good. That means he's not checked out in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Yes. He gives a shit. What's the alternative? What? what I don't smiling? know. What oh, is the alternative? I don't know. Well, I mean, it, it, is it just brides are used to planning everything and just the groom shows up? But I I mean, I think that's how it used to be. But right. I think grooms yeah. are a lot these more days. involved these days. Yeah, totally. They, they love say yes to the dress. Oh, my God. <laughs> my husband and I, true story, over the weekend had a couple glasses of wine and watched an episode of Say Yes to Dress. And we had not seen it in quite a while, but I had a couple episodes saved up. We were both like shouting at the top of our lungs about the dress this girl chose. We were like, no, don't get that one. It was insane. It's <laughs> The best was when I saw an episode and a girl I went to middle school with it was on. <gasps> really? Oh my, it's and I'm like shoot furiously texting like another girl that I went to school with. Yeah. I'm just like, this fucking girl. God, the dress she picked was hideous. Was it awful? Was it, it was like, like reject drapes from like Gone with the Wind. Oh, like God. they were awful. Oh my awful. It was awful, but I mean, I loved it's it. It's probably like $8,000. And too. her hair was like Crayola yellow. It was so bad. Penina Torme is always just like wandering around so the background great. like a ghost. <laughs> I <fucking laughs> love that show. So good. And I love how much it's changed over the years. Like it used to be just kind of this like junk cameras shooting random angles. And it was just and so like. fancy. And now it's just oh. like. I but, haven't watched it oh, since my wedding. <laughs> there's like sexy money shots now Ooh. at the end of like the gorgeous like t- like you get close up of the beating and are they still pushing those hideous like what is it like Panina Torne? Panina Torne. Oh no, Panina Torne. Not only Ooh, those is, things are trashy, hideous. I'm half and half on her. Some oh, of the God, stuff girl. I'm in and some of it I'm not. Get on the right half. They're fucking <laughs> ugly. <laughs> No, but this thing about her now, before you know... Is she a sponsor? No, wait for it. (laughs) Not yet. She is literally like a cast member on the show now. Well, they hoard out her designs for so long. She is making, first of all, bank on the fact that now everyone knows her name and is buying her dresses. She's totally getting an appearance fee because she's like a a figure on the show. She's like a featured artist in every episode. What? Yeah. It went from like... You would see her once every eight episodes and she would just like appear like an angel and everyone would lose their shit and then she would be gone because she clearly was like off doing other stuff to now it's like she's fully booked through the whole season of the show. She shows up at every episode now like, oh, hello, it's Pinino Torme. Do you want to try one of my Those dresses? dresses. Pam's with me. They're and the bad. girls are like, what? Oh my God. That being said, if I met her, I would lose my shit. <laughs> I totally would. I would have spent $8,000 in a dress I don't go to buy. I would be like, like, what? Like, what are you smoking when you make these dresses? <laughs> 
because they're not cute. I'm going to find some Panina Torme dresses that I bet you would like. Boo, no way. Some of them are If I get married in like a whore saloon. She does, she does (gasps) love, she does love her like crystals. Yeah. They can get a little much. Mm. But I think that's the ones that are super expensive because that's how she adds on the prices by adding all the shit to it. But I think her low, I think her $5,000 ones are. The cheap ones are free. Those are the dresses Staten Island girls wear. <laughs> well, I see. I like my friends on Staten Island. This yeah, makes sense. It does. Oh, man. See, one of us is still in on Staten Island. That's why I like my Panina Torne dresses. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough Panina Torne for a lifetime. Cool. <laughs> Panina. Panina. So, Jessica, that's it. That's, that's it. the end that's it. of all the stories. Thanks, guys. Thanks for, for coming me. on. Thank you. Now, we wrap every episode with bridal breaks. Bridal breaks, if the listeners at home don't know, Jessica does because she's an avid listener. Thanks. For I your, am. I've thanks, listened. Thanks for hitting subscribe on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but bridal breaks are um, fun things to do for brides and really anyone planning a wedding just to step away from the wedding planning process, enjoy your life for a bit so that when you come back to the grueling grind of invites and all that stuff that you're in a better mindset. So we like to give suggestions of fun things to do. Um, and Pammy, usually yes. yours are beverage related. Last week, yours had me on my ass. <laughs> so I'm really scared to ask you this week, what is your bridal break? What's my bridal boozy, boozy break? Bo- That's boozy, hard to say. Boozy bridal break. Boozy, <laughs> boozy, boozy bridal, bridal break. break. Yes, go. go. Um, this week, I'm going with dessert. And that's the chocolate martini. I, uh, I wait is that dessert it or it's an alcoholic food. dessert no it's still a drink yes <laughs> okay the answer is yes it's dessert and a drink and it's amazing i will i will skip dessert just to have a, like, chocolate, martini. a chocolate martini is there a specific my... one that you like a recipe or is there a type um well some people don't consider it they call it more of a mudslide uh-huh oh yeah i know what and a mudslide is yeah and then I mean, but you put it in that's martini what, a martini glass. That's what is what you get at Applebee's when you're like, but it's not slushy. Eighteen, and you convince the bartender to serve you. Oh, <laughs> that's a different this story. Like a very living it up in Staten Island. Accurate. I know. This is something um, that may or may not have happened in Staten Island. Totally happened. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's chocolate liqueur, and it's a little bit of vodka, and it's a little bit of Kahlua, and it's a lot of delicious and. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I highly recommend if you want a yummy dessert, go for the chocolate martini. Okay, we're going to send you a link. We're going to put a link of the specific <laughs> one that Pam likes. Um, it always has to be in like a martini glass. Is that yes, the deal? Okay, it does. Got it, got it. Um, uh, Jessica. Yes. What you got for me, girl? Okay. I'll go. I'll go. Um, uh, by the way, you like yes. refused to tell me. I kept asking, do I you know. have a bridal Oh, no, because I said I was going to like wing it. So this is me winging it. <laughs> I'm really excited to hear what this is. So I'll go analog and I'll go digital. Oh, you're going to do two. I'll do two. two. I'll do oh, two. Clay's going to oh. be so mad. Oh, why? Are there are rules? Cl- Clay, I can only do no. one? Clay gets upset. <laughs> Clay can suck it. Clay. Clay, <laughs> Clay and Jessica go back a ways. <laughs> so Clay gets yeah, upset. The fact he doesn't remember me from college, but no hard feelings. <laughs> Play. So the, he always gets upset when the guests give to. I don't mind at all. I think it's nice. No, yeah. Please give both. Give, give me your both. analog and digital. Well, do because you know I I discovered and I think you guys are in the same group as me that um we're a new like generation. They've given us a new. Anyone born between seventy seven and eighty three is a uh-huh. zennial. Yes, and you said this because you're an analog childhood, but then a digital, digital adulthood, exactly. and we embrace digital exactly, which is true. So we it's had a lovely, true. carefree, like run around the yard with no helicopter yeah. parents childhood. Yep, and then um, I was yeah. left alone a lot. Looking back, it was like, wow, guys. But we were masters of the instant <laughs> messenger and knew how Best to navigate. Of both worlds. Us. Oh my yeah. god, prodigy, holla. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so analog, I will say for a bridal break. Um, I am a big fan of Scrabble. Ah, huge yes. Scrabble fan. Oh, yeah. Don't play me unless you want to like bring it. But Ooh, um, game on. I think it's a it's a really great way to just kind of dial it back and um, uh-huh. yeah, you know, it's like it harkens back to like camp family vacations in a cabin and like playing board games. So like Scrabble's like one it. for smart yes. people. Yes. Um, and yes. and uh, more digital. One of my guilty pleasures, but even though it's not even a guilty pleasure, I think it's a really well done show. Is younger. Oh, yeah. On TV land. Sutton Foster. Sutton Foster. Um, and Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. 
It's wonderful. Yeah. It's such a great show. How many seasons are we into now? We are in season three right what now. Is what is it about? Lifetime? Which I don't okay, know. Okay, TV Land. TV, TV Land. Land oh, which really? I know, surprising. Huh. Um, it is about, so Sutton Foster plays a woman in, uh, in her 40s who um, worked in publishing when she was younger, but then got married and had a baby and took time off and then wanted to, got divorced tried to get back into that world and lo and behold discovered she was too old and nobody would hire her. Mm. So she lied and said she was 26 and then she got a job and then she has to like keep up this facade of a fake life. Maybe, maybe, maybe I uh, just, um, I don't know. I hear it's soapy fun. It's really good. I don't even think it's soapy. It's just fucking good. Yeah. And I've got, opinions. uh, Yeah. A lot of opinions. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and maybe it's just, I don't know, I, I uh, gravitate towards it because now I feel like I'm one of the older people at my job and like everyone around me is like 12 years old. I'm like, when did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm like, oh, I sympathize with you. So Sutton it's Foster. on TV land. Is it's it on, on TV land? It's on Wednesdays. Yeah. Is Check it on like listings? Netflix or Amazon or anything like that digitally? Um, well, I'm going to check. Maybe like Hulu, Hulu or something. Oh, yeah. I guess. That's a good but, idea. Um, I'll double check and make sure to add it. To it's the, really good. One it's, more plug it's for fun you. fun and then, uh, yeah. <laughs> what is that? Like number eight? Honestly, I've done a lot of plugs. I, this, is the, this is the episode the pl- of plugs. The, plug, the pluggiest <laughs> episode ever. <laughs> Jessica and the plugs. <laughs> um, okay. So my bridal break is um, I discovered this. It's funny. I actually discovered this because I saw an article about this website and they were being, this website was being sued by Zillow, which is the web, right? Yes. Zillow is uh, the website that has real estate, real estate. (laughs) And you can see what things are for sale and all the different pictures and prices and all that stuff. Um, So Zillow was putting a cease and desist on this website called McMansion Hell. McMansion Hell has apparently been around for a while. This is me discovering it, but it's a Tumblr account and it's, uh, was created and and is is written by this woman named Kate Wagner, who's currently, um, a grad student studying acoustics, but she's really interested in architecture. So the Tumblr account that she has kind of varies between almost like a humorous intellectual way of explaining the history of architect architecture because i know it and i think yeah. it's hilarious it's also snarky as yes fuck. <laughs> that, so one article like she usually posts tries to post like twice a week but one article will be this really kind of long in-depth giving you the history of like a piece of architecture or why this certain architect thinks this or like a a phase of architecture in america it's really interesting like i'm mm-hmm. genuinely learning mm-hmm. but the other thing she posts every week is she finds like the tackiest McMansions that were built like in the nineties and picks through each room. She finds that she clearly finds the pictures on like Zillow and stuff, which is why Zillow came after her. Mm. They've since dropped the lawsuit. She's totally fine because she's in her right. She's yeah. a satirist. Fine. Sure. Yeah. So, um, but, um, she goes through like picture by picture and like points out, it's almost like Perez Hilton, but yeah, for like real little estate. arrows pointing. There's to. like snarky little arrows. Like this one is this picture of this, uh, just to describe that I'll make sure to like have this up on Instagram or whatever later, um, after this airs, but, um, it's on a picture of like one of these McMansions that has a lot of like peaks. So it's supposed to look sort of like Cinderella E and she puts next to it. She's has a little snarky thing that says, I want it to look like Cinderella's castle, but like tacky and vaguely evil. <laughs> <laughs> Just a touch. touch and like evil. she loves to, um, she loves to also like whenever they show pictures of bookshelves and there aren't books to point out that like these people don't read. <laughs> <laughs> and there was this one series of like the entire McMansion she was going through for this, this uh, episode or episode, I guess this, um, what do you, would you call it? Posting? Yeah, post. sure. Right, the post uh-huh. was, um, in the beginning, they're like, please note the pictures of the family. And in the beginning, it was like the, the front like lobby foyer. There were like two pictures of family. And then as you go through the house, it just like never ending pictures fucking everywhere of the family. Like so many. And there was Isn't like this something you're not supposed to take picture of the children over like the master bedroom bed. Oh, God. No, don't There's like gigantic pictures, pictures of the of kids children. in the bathroom. It's just like, what's fucking going on with these people? Weird. <laughs> so weird anyway but it's really good because on one end it's super fun and snarky but you also if you want to read the the ones with words that aren't just the pictures you can genuinely learn something Are you smart people yeah it's almost like kind of like drunk history mm-hmm. where it's like a really interesting way to learn and, and even through the snarky ones you do learn about architecture well, you learn like what a dormer is or, yeah, yeah or like sure. how why this is weird and pointed out like mm-hmm. i would look at it and probably just think like yeah, it's a big house but through her eyes, you really do see right. the the mistakes and laziness and 
the crumbling art. <laughs> I'll give a shout out to our episode five guest, Brian yeah. Miller. He sent it to me like four months ago. Did he? Mention how? Oh, oh he's no. on the. Yeah, it's super it. funny. Nice. Yeah, so shout out to Kate Wagner, and I'm glad that that lawsuit went away quickly yes. because. She just seems like she's like a grad student just doing her thing. You know what I mean? And like, she's clearly very she's smart. Money for a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and come on, lighten up. I'm sure what happened was, you know, people that have their houses up and then people are making fun of them. Right. You know, so they're contacting Zillow being like, what the fuck are you going to do about it? So Zillow has to be like, oh, cease and desist. Don't you know buy an like, ugly house. <laughs> right. We won't make fun of you. Oh, <laughs> oh man. So true. Um, so on that note, don't buy an ugly house. And yeah, that's a wrap. <laughs> So, Jessica, again, thank you for coming on. Yeah, for having me, guys. All of your fun stories. Do you want to plug anything before you say goodbye? I know you've plugged so much. Oh, gosh. I I have plugged so much. It's not sarcastic, but this is genuinely part of the show. We expect people to plug things. I would, there... pl- I would plug two shows, but they don't have air dates yeah. yet. So when they do come out, plug. when they do come out, let us know and we'll promote them. Yeah, because, yeah, I know. I know it's weird because you work in casting. So it's all yes. before. Yes. So yeah, air if you want to find yeah. Bridezilla's or Scared Straight, Beyond Scared Straight. <laughs> yes, my, my previous work you can find. Yeah, we'll, we'll try to plug those. See if I can find them <laughs> online. Um, so thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, yeah. thanks, I'll, guys. I'm going to plug our stuff now. Let's do okay, it. Plug, what, plug. What, what? Pam, what's the name of our website? WeddingConfessionals.com. If you want to get every episode, what should you do on iTunes? Subscribe. And if you want to be nice to us, what else should you do? Please give us five stars. Oh, that was good, Pammy. Um, <laughs> if you want to send us um, any stories or you need our advice, where should you go to, to send us information? Go to WeddingConfessionals.com and you can leave a message there. You can email. You can. There's even a phone number that you can just call. Yeah. Whose number is that? It's it's a Gmail. It's a Gmail <laughs> phone number. Yeah. Yeah. You can set one up. It's really cool. Yeah, we have a. It was like a formal voicemail. We say who we are when you call. It's fine. <laughs> but also, there's also an option on our website where you can just plug in your in, like just put whatever you want. You don't have to give us your email address, your phone number. You could just yes. go onto our website rant about whatever you have or the question you have and send yep. it Give and it's it very us. anonymous we're not here to take your information and sell it or anything weird we just want to nope. help you out so that's it man dude we get it again yay jessica yay. i'm so proud of you so fun what number was i uh what do you mean what number oh episode number yeah. are you 17 i think right, so that's a good number so. like yeah 17. don't 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 uh don't quote us yeah, yeah don't quote me on that one but i'm pretty sure um so yeah 17 I'm proud of you, girl. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song and to Ramsey Malay and Brian Maylard for their technical support, which we desperately needed. Want to make sure you don't miss a single episode? Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud, and make sure to give us a five-star rating, or I guess a four if you're being judgy like us. If you have a crazy story to tell or need some advice, you can reach us by going to our website, WeddingConfessionals.com. Or you can email us at WeddingConfessionals at gmail.com. Or leave us a voice message at 434-933-2663. That's 434-933-2663. And as always, we will never reveal the names in order to protect the innocent and the annoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're looking for those links, you can find those and more at our website, which you haven't figured out by now is weddingconfessionals.com. See you guys next time. Bye.